on today's episode of Life and Times. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life and Times with Quentin. Very happy to have you guys back. So for this episode, this person is a comedian, actress, released her memoir in 2016, Is You Okay?, which is available on Amazon. She's interviewed a sitting president, as well as Hillary Clinton, and has pretty much skyrocketed to fame. She is the original, in my opinion, a legend, and one of the original ones who was on YouTube at the time doing all of the craziest, funniest challenges. And I couldn't be more honored to have her on the show for us to talk about a variety of subjects, pretty much from her skyrocket fame all the way down to her most recent story that she did on Million Media, talking about how she went broke and how she has pretty much been recovering and turning everything around. Glozo Green, so happy to have you on the show. Now let's get to the conversation. All right. Hi, Glozell. Um, I'm so, um, so honored to interview you. So happy to have you here. Um, such a fan. Grew up listening to you when I was a kid and are watching you. Um, I saw your story on um, Million Media Stories and that's, uh, it really caught my attention because, you know, as a kid, you know, I've seen you do all these crazy challenges and stuff. But um, that story really caught my attention because it just really showed me, I guess, what a lot of people don't always see, which is the negative side to fame. And, you know, from, you know, you interviewing Barack to not having any money to, you know, now you're turning things around. And I feel like that's such a huge message about what I try to spread with Life and Times is, you know, that even though you're down, you can always find your way through and, you know, overcome adversity. So what was that like? Um, my first question, what was that like telling your story on Million Media? And if, you know, to all my listeners, if you haven't heard of that or seen it, you definitely need to go watch it. But what was that like telling that story as opposed to, because I know you did a memoir in 2016. What was that like? Hello, Ms. Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Thank you for watching me for all this crazy time and keeping up with me. You have really done some great research. Um, yes, what is it like telling my story now since I've been on the internet for over a decade and the ups and downs? Well, telling my story about, wow, you know, people know who I am, but the money is not here. It's just been crazy because um, YouTube, just change things up okay so they change things up and all of a sudden you're like well the hits that i you know i'm used to doing is no problem and it became a problem you know not even not everybody that follows you even sees what you're putting up and it gets very discouraging and you're like well you know i'm i'm so optimistic and i'm going on and i was doing ibf and i was taking out up a lot of my time and you know and then uh, my daughter's born and you dedicate all the time to that and then you're, I'm now 
going through a divorce and I'm like, oh, okay, now we're moving. And so meanwhile, you know, YouTube is kind of, you know, the following, the money is going, it's trickling down. This is, this is going on for years now, you know, cause they're changing, it's going down, but I'm still okay, I'm still okay. And then, you know, here's the divorce and then I'm moving, ha had to move. And now there's divorce lawyers. So, and then COVID hits, you know, and it's like, what work you were getting, you know, going to the clubs or doing whatever, productions, even auditioning, all that stopped. So you're just like on top of everything, just stack, stack, stack. So I did tell my story about, you know, people know who I am. And yes, uh, um, I, I've interviewed sitting, a sitting president, President Barack Obama, who smelled great, by the way. He's just... <laughs> Yeah, he just, just seems like a nice guy. He's so cool. I wanted to be like, what's up, my brother? Like, he was just so cool. Yeah. I'm like, okay, not my cousin. You know, this is the president of the United States, you know. So, yeah. When you're you going, play cool. yeah, you try to, I didn't play cool. I was just too excited. I was like, ah! Yeah. Like, I, I went, ah, I went right for the hug. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to get shot in the White House. But you know, <laughs> I was like, oh no. He's like, uh, you can let go of me now, Glozell. And I was like, he knows my name. <laughs> oh, God. So you have all these highs and lows and ups and downs. And you really started thinking like, is it, is it going to get better? And you're like, yes, it's going to get better. And then the next day happened, is it going to get better? And then you have someone like you like, oh, and I would have fans that would reach out every once in a while and and say like, oh, I grew up with you. I love this. Can you do this challenge? It's like, oh, you don't know how uplifting that is because everybody's going through something at some time, you know? Yeah. So even if it's like, you know, I don't go necessarily on the internet. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but mm -hmm. when you do get a, a kind word, a kind word is a kind word. You know, so whether yeah. I'm on the, the streets or whatever, a lot of times when I'm wearing masks, you, you don't really know who I am. And then I start talking, I'm at Targets or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, mm -hmm. Wait, are you Glozell? Oh my goodness, yeah. I didn't even recognize me. You know, and that is just so, so it, nice. It changes because your whole day and your perspective it, when you get that message. The whole day. And you think that, um, celebrities if i call myself a celebrity um don't have this it looks so flashy you know because i i get to do a lot of things like my daughter got she did a photo shoot with a pony now now i'm not getting paid for that she's not getting paid. I, and i had a friend who had ponies and like let's take pictures and they help advertise for a picture a photography place so you're like oh mm -hmm. this looks we're over here in this field over here oh we're going to this place well sometimes you uh -oh. get tickets that's not money i can't pay my rent with you know, uh, tickets to SeaWorld, you know, <laughs> or this dinner or whatever. Like, oh, you're eating at this nice place. Well, you know, it was free. So people do tend to think that you are, you know, living so larger than what you are, you know. And, and then you sometimes you can get caught up in that, but I'm not caught up in it now. Like I'm on my way up, like you said, and I do appreciate you, you saying and recognizing that because now I'm doing more TikToks because you, you just kind of get like, okay, I was funny once. I can be funny again. You know, it's just yeah. uh, focusing on that. Yeah. And I think um, to your point, uh, TikTok is such a, also a really great place for um, to transition because, you know, as time you are really like one of the originals when it wasn't right. cool, like, right. you know, like everybody, 
yeah, like everybody now um, is on YouTube because they're social distancing. They really can't film because of COVID. <laughs> but like, you know, you were doing it when it wasn't cool and interesting right. and fun. So what was what was that time like uh, filming videos? When I first started doing YouTube videos, no one even knew what the internet was. Most people didn't even, uh, they were just getting computers in their homes regularly. You know, you could go to the library, there might be one at school, but not like everybody has their own computer in the room or several in the house kind of a thing. And so no one really understood the internet. So when I, my family was getting uh, messages like, oh, we saw Glozell swimming in a tub of cereal it's like oh my goodness what, what's going on what's wrong with you you're so embarrassing this is just oh what you know because people recognize comedy on television they can recognize comedy on on a stage comedy you know on a movie but somehow that they just didn't understand it like you're just acting stupid you know like i don't get what you're doing so yeah. i will always be forever thankful to uh president barack obama for the fact that he legitimized it like because then people are like oh oh yeah well she's funny i always knew she was funny that <laughs> but you know as opposed to i don't want nobody to know i know you that were related blah 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 you know because i yeah, have my he, own fan base going and it just seems so weird to people outside of really understanding the culture of youtube and the internet you know he really gave you the platform to be able to be like a real star if is that what you're saying Yes, and to a, to a uh, older audience, like the kids, they didn't care, you know, like she's swimming in this here, this yeah. is great. But when you, someone older is looking at this and you got this grown woman swimming around or, you know, even cinnamon <laughs> choking you like, this is a nut, is something running? And this was coming from family members. I would never watch or share anything that you do, blah, blah, blah. And that was completely <laughs> opposite. So I tell those people to ride through that. You know, because I was the first, I was one of the first ones. You didn't see anybody my age and definitely black, you know, acting crazy, you know. So yeah. everybody was too little, blonde and perfect, and, you know, doing makeup tutorials or like singing or whatever. And then hey, I'm a, ah, you know, loud and crazy. <laughs> Is you okay? You're like, you must not be educated. No, I have a degree. You know, <laughs> people make so many assumptions, you know, and also they think you're like this all the time. <laughs> you know, like, like no, my my daughter's just like you know. People think you're funny. Like uh, yes, you know. <laughs> like I'm not like hey, yeah. okay, let's go to school. <laughs> you know, it's not like that. Yeah. All, all the time. And, and I also and I also know you got your um start prior to YouTube. You were do you're in the Tonight Show audience. Is that correct? My goodness! Um, oh my goodness! Somebody do that homework. Okay. Yes, <laughs> I was. Okay, I can say I'm obs I was obsessed with The Tonight Show. Growing <laughs> up, there was no Ellen and all these other shows, you know, The Real, The Top, mm -hmm. you know, The View. None of that. It was The Tonight Show. That was that was it. Mm -hmm. If you were a comedian and you made it on The Tonight Show and you got the thumbs up or to come over to the couch and sit down and mm -hmm. talk, your life was changed. You understand? That was <laughs> it. So I, when I came to LA, I'm like, I got to go to the tonight show and i started watching and i saw over 300 interviews and i was there like okay so this is how the setup is this person comes and tells them a, you know it's time to change this the band sits over here the the audience comes in here and they usher them out like i know how to run you know a show from what i've seen and yeah and i would write about it and then they would go on hiatus and i was like okay well i guess i won't do any videos and people were like well we are watching for you is there something else you could talk about during this hiatus or break and then what happened was mm -hmm. I just 
kept doing uh, videos and things, you know, on my own other ideas. But I always thought like, oh, I'll be on a television show. These are just ideas that I'm just putting on this thing called the internet, YouTube, whatever. Not knowing that that was going to be a vehicle. You know, that was the new radio, news, newspaper, the new radio, the new TV, the new, you know, the medium of what everyone's getting their information and entertainment from. So I, that's yeah. how I started. Yes, and it was a humbling beginning because people were like, what are you doing? Sitting there watching it. But it was a great base to see, oh, wow, here's Prince. Uh, he's an amazing artist, but you know what? He don't really interview that well. Or this person interviews well, but I, I didn't know that, that they could interview so well when I, I didn't like what they did in their movie. You know, so there's all different kinds of things. Like, oh, there's Beyonce, there's Beyonce, but she talks like this, sweetie. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, like who run the world? And now I can't, I can't even hear you when you, so it's like, oh. So I understand that more as I, my thing was coming that, you know, people, because I've been the fan, think that you only how you are those five, 10 minutes that they see you or in that video or whatever. And that helped yeah. me understand fans, you know, when they approach me or say things. And, uh, and and it's been good. I'm a good, I feel like I'm a clean comedian and I don't say anything negative on purpose. I would like for, if I'm talking about the Kardashians, I want them to watch and laugh. I don't want them to be like, oh no, she didn't, you know, let's shut her down. I want them to be like, oh, that's funny. I hope she says yeah. something else. <laughs> You know, because I keep it light, I keep it funny like that. So, and I met most of them, and they're and they're really nice. Anybody I talk about, I'm not I'm not trying to hurt their feelings. You know, that kind of a thing. So, it's worked for me to be light, funny. Just I want you to come to my channel when you know you talk. You don't want to look at the news. You want to don't want to see anything serious anymore. You know, come come here. I'm doing something silly. You know, we're not thinking too yeah. much. You know, like. <laughs> I'm doing some kind of crazy challenge. Yeah, well, well, I think that's really important um, to kind of be the light because, you know, especially now during the pandemic, so many people are suffering and um, to just lead people in a positive way. And I love what you said, uh, no negativity, because, you know, if you want negativity, you can go over there. But, you know, you have always been to me like just such just such a fun, vibrant person. And I think we all we all need that now. So like, how have you kept, you know, we're in year one now. Um, how have you kept like your mental health in check during the pandemic? Have I kept my mental health in check during the pandemic? Oh, okay. Um, okay, one, I've been watching the show called, was it Brigerton? And like, this makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Here he is, you know, like I have a cutout of my favorite actor. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Like he makes me happy. He is fine. He is gorgeous. He is life size. You yeah. understand? I'm about six foot. He's taller than That's me. Uh, you know? So yeah. I feel raging like Paul. Yeah. You know, like that makes me happy. I uh, have a lot of um, candles. I, I light lighting candles mm -hmm. and I do meditation. That even now I've got like um, crystals and stones. I always have something, you know, in my pocket. I like I, that's that's kept me sane. You know now. Um, I enjoy that. It doesn't hurt anybody. Um, I do have a lot. I have a lot of crystals, and especially over the year, because church is closed. There was a time the parks were closed. Everything was closed. No gym. Mm -hmm. Not that I was going to the gym. I needed to go to the gym. But everything was closed. <laughs> and that's that's what I started. I started. I've got the incense. I started. I got. I'm collecting stones. Oh, this one's pretty. Look at this amethyst and and oh, even bracelets. These are crystals and. I, 
that's what's been keeping me sane, you know, and reading, uh, what is this, health, health, joy, and prosperity, you know, I, things like that. Uh, and I am a naturally optimistic person. So when it was like, oh, so much coming, you know, I'm going, I have to figure something else out to do. And of course I watch comedies. I like watching comedies and, and reading. Favorite uh, one? Oh, you know what? I can laugh at almost anything as long as it's not, um, you know, too rating or whatever. Um, right now, like, I, I mean, I watch anything with Tiffany Haddish in it right now because I have gone up against her in the comedy clubs and she you beat me to. literally. What was that like? Oh my, well, she was a comedian and um, I was like, I'm funny. Like I'm going to be famous, you know? Uh, so um, we were at the comedy union and I won the the week before because nobody else was there. And then Tiffany was there and it was going to be two of us, you know, who can make you laugh and you, you know, in a whatever kind of minutes. And it was Lavelle Crawford who was the host. And I said, like, I had set up these jokes I had been practicing all week, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, one day I was walking my dog. My dog was like, rawr, rawr. she was acting like a dog. Was like, they fell. Yeah. When I tell you, the audience almost died. And I was like, this chick didn't even say a joke. She, And I was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to be famous, Tiffany. You know, I'm thinking like, oh, oh. You know, and I'm like, she's everywhere. <laughs> she's little. I mean, she's not going to be funny. You know, no one's going to have a hair of her. She's everywhere. <laughs> and I yeah. hope that she wins mm -hmm. everything because she was always nice and gracious. And um, she was funny. She literally could not say anything and crack everybody up. So I got to give the chick her props. I follow her on Instagram. I love her. And um, uh, we have since met, you know, since then. And, and she's just a great mm -hmm. person. So I, I, I support her jimmy fox i like and i also like the old times like i grew up on i love lucy and, and uh carol bonnet so you don't know nothing about that guy you, you, me too you know. i actually i actually i love that i love i love lucy that's actually my favorite one of my favorite shows oh great because see I, i'm a physical person you know so i feel like i'm yeah. more like her as opposed to a stand-up comic who just stands there you know, like with a microphone mm -hmm. and tell jokes. I'm more like, let me show you how this is done. You know, get the chocolate off the conveyor belt. You know, that's more yeah. of my, my feel. What I, yeah, what I what I always loved about Lucille was um, both Lucy and Desi, they do like a lot of that physical comedy and that's something you don't really see now. I feel like sometimes with uh, comedians now, not to knock, this is not to knock anybody, but it's right. kind of like not not as fun you know, like I love to see the buffoonery, the this, you're throwing your hands in the air. That, you know, when you're kind of letting yourself go, you know, I think that's like the best part about comedy. So since you mentioned- It's great that you said the okay. word before because I do comedy and then people are like, are you just, you just clowning? Well, that's comedy. Oh, you just buffooning yeah. around like, they're, they're, okay, so you watch who you want to watch. This is what I do. And you try to adjust and it doesn't work. Like during the times where I told you like the money was going down and you're trying to adjust and, and change because maybe somebody like that. That doesn't work. You got to be you. I am goofy. I'm naturally goofy. I'm a silly person. I'm not serious. I don't want to hear about death and destruction all the time. You know, like that. that's just how I am. You know, even if it's going on in the yeah. world, great. It, it just can't go on in my house and in my mind all the time. You know, that's me. Yeah, you definitely, 
you definitely have to um find a separation you know you just you know it's okay to like it's imp it's important to know about the world but there has to be a period where you kind of like have to shut it off and be like okay right. i'm right. still a person i still have to function i still have to move, go on with my life so speaking of um being a comedian um i know i got to youtube first but i want to go even further back to when you were um a comedian in the comedy club what was that yeah. like um specifically um being a female comedian in the comedy club well if being a female comedian in the comedy club we're talking more than 10 years ago um it was it, it was definitely what you call a man's world but that and everyone huh, it was not fun to tell you the truth and female not female i you would get bumped for bigger comedians and you're like begging because most comedians they're going to tell you in the comedy club, you're not going to make it for the most part. You know, there's, there's especially, we're talking about there's no internet. You could do your own channel and have your own mm -hmm. band and do your own thing. But we're talking, you, before that, you built your audience by hoping and praying that they show up, you know, uh, pay for ballet parking, pay two drink minimum, pay for the ticket, then sit there and then listen to everybody before or after you, you know, that was mm -hmm. a lot to ask of someone like, oh, I, I get 10 minutes if I get 10 people, you know, in the audience. Then to be bumped, I've been bumped by some of the greats. Um, uh, I got bumped by um, Jamie Foxx, I got bumped by uh, Damon Wayans, and I'm drawing a blank, uh, Madam Doubtfire, Miss Doubtfire, what is, uh, Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Robin, Robin Williams. And, you know, and then you're like, oh, can I, my 10 people, you know, come back and pay for parking, come back and pay for the tickets and two drink minimum next week. Cause I didn't get a chance to go up because I was bumped by, you know, you got a great show, but, and it's like, oh, so I was really, when YouTube came around, when the internet came around, I was like, this is my thing because it, it was a lot to ask. And I would ask people from my church or whatever to come and they had to listen to a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> Ungodly. Yeah. Um, you know, we were in the comedy club, but they yeah. didn't know we were in the comedy club. But it's hard yeah. to be funny when you almost like this, you know, the Sesame Street, the clean version of, of everything. And then it's like, here comes somebody. This mother, uh, man, I was like, I told this girl I was going to lick her, kick her, you know. And then here I am like, yeah. hey, is you okay? You know, <laughs> so it was very uh, a fish out of water kind of a thing. I'm doing comedy I, and my nerves. I don't drink, I don't smoke, but um, it was, a, it's great. When I, I'm on stage, I do love that feeling. And the audience is pretty nice from time to time, but you do get hecklers and you're not used to that. But one person who was very nice to me in the comic club was Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, who now you can see in Coming to America with my bestie, Sherry Hadley. Um, she had a, at the comedy, at the Laugh Factory on Thursdays, mm -hmm. she had a room and uh, that's when I, I she would host a, a night on Thursdays, and then I would see her other places. Like anybody messing with you? Anybody mess with you? They mess with me, and I would be like, "Yeah, that's right, that's right." So they called her Big Les. <laughs> she don't go by that anymore. But I was like, I, I'm scared of everybody. I'm not scared of nobody when she's there. I would be like right underneath her, you know. So mm -hmm. it's so wonderful to see her doing so well because you like she was a great person to me, like so. I'm looking forward to working with her because I, I mean I, I hope that it, that happens. And so her, Tiffany Haddish, you know, like these were there's some great people that I remember back in the comedy club who are really and Kevin Hart, 
I, I have had a chance to work with him a few times and I, I met him in the comedy clubs and people were just like, they kind of remember the person who's like, well, she's, she's nice. We'll see how this comedy thing tear her apart kind of a thing because she doesn't seem like she belonged here the late night kind of a thing. And it was true. So when YouTube came around and it's like, hey, that's that chick who's trying, oh, okay. So he was the, one of the first ones to reach out that I worked with and Kevin Hart and hey, I'm, I'm very thankful to have the work that I had with him and hopefully more. So those comedy clubs, it built some good, uh, one thing I learned is that helps me now, especially when I was, you know, I'm on my way up as far as financially, but I would see comics that I knew from television, from movies, and they they were homeless. There are some that, that had top names. Like, I just saw you on Dev Comedy Jam. I just saw you on this. And you sleeping on the couch at so-and-so's house, you know? Mm -hmm. Asking me for a ride, you know, like, you don't have a car. You know, trying to, you know, if can you drop me off at home kind of a thing. So I knew that, you know, you can be on television and that doesn't mean that you have a lot of money. Other people assume that you do. And that's true. Yeah, and I and I think that's a uh, such an important thing that you just said, because uh, that's the general message of this whole episode is that um, sometimes I feel like celebrities kind of like flaunt, you know, again, not to knock them, they flaunt just, you know, because they get free stuff handed to them, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they have. So um, it's important. And it doesn't necessarily mean that money. they're happy. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're mm -hmm. happy also, you know, and yeah. And not just the celebrities, because now everybody has a stage. Everybody can post pictures on Facebook, Instagram, you know, TikTok. And they're looking like, okay, I'm in front of this car. Or look at my job. Or look at my man. Or look at my woman. Or, you know, look at, mm -hmm. you know, and everybody can do it now. You know, so, and I would think that that does something for the children growing up when they, you know, they see other people. You know, they look, they got this kind of car, that kind of car, where before you didn't see regular people all over, you know, you know, all the time, you know, so, oh, yeah, I've got my hair done and da da da, da. You're like, oh, my goodness. So there's this weird silent competition that people seem to want to be in. But I was like, look, I can't keep up with the Joneses. I just cannot. You know, you might think. That yeah. I am, but, and even now I'm like, OK, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be doing something great on Sunday. I'm going to go to the aquarium, but you know what? Those tickets were given to me and I need to post, you know, and I, I and I'm hoping that like, Hey, so I've got a gift card to the gas station. So I'm like, we good. We're going to go, you know, like it's, it's not, we're going to have fun. Cause when there's a will, there's a way, but it, it's not as glamorous as it's going to look. I'm not going to take a picture of the gas cart. You know, I'm not taking yeah. <laughs> yeah. us at, at the at the aquarium you know and we're gonna have a good time but there's mm -hmm. a whole lot in the background that you don't see you know mm -hmm. so so enjoy so your life and know where you are you don't 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 compare yourself to somebody else because it, it, a lot of it is not real and it, you know sometimes you know you hear people like oh my relationship fell apart i didn't even know like you posted all these pictures all this time y'all don't travel you know and you didn't even know that your your relationship wasn't real so just deal with yourself and know you'd be happy and and that's all you can do because don't compare yourself to somebody else because you don't you don't even know what's going on in their life for real um i 
definitely have to agree. I don't think you could have said it any better. You know, social media is, it's a good platform and also it's kind of negative. You know, it's great because it, you know, it gave us you and your, you know, your wonderfulness. It gave you a platform to be who you are and to shine. But also um, the negative aspect is um, I grew up, you know, I remember MySpace, you know, before Uh, Facebook. And I remember, yes. And I remember a time where, um, you know, you people weren't always as flashy you know but it's been like within like the last five or ten years people now are like you know wanting to show off you know Mm -hmm. while there's nothing wrong with that per se you know it's not always good to show off everything all the time right and don't get caught you don't have you know yes don't 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 get caught up in it and don't compare yourself. I know there's younger and younger people on there and that's what they're doing. Like, oh, look at her body or look at his shape or, you know, look at his abs or look at his hair, look at her hair, look at her skin. You know, like it's a lot of comparing and as adults, you do it too, you know? So just take it as a grain of salt and just know that, you know, everything that glitter isn't gold and, and just set your own goals. And it's all sounding very cliche, just believe in yourself, but truly, <laughs> It is. Just click your heels three times and, you know, believe in yourself. Well, um, I know you uh, were speaking about kids growing up with social media and stuff. Mm -hmm. How has it been like as a mother um, raising your daughter during this time, especially? And does she know about your other Glozell, that part of you? Ozell is for and she thinks that everybody knows her, you know, she doesn't, she doesn't, she, she just kind of feel like, you know, everybody, everybody knows me, you know, everybody knows mom. And um, <laughs> she knows that I, okay, this is your Glozell lipstick. It's what she calls it. The green lipstick. Cause she has mm-hmm. me doing shout outs. I'm on cameo, you know, like I, I got uh-huh. I'm like, this is how we pay for your school girl. You know, like don't bother mommy when she's got on the green lipstick and the lights on, you know, look, here's the ring light when the green mm-hmm. lights on. And so, but I don't yeah. think she overly made a connection. He, she's never watched, she doesn't watch Trolls or Wreck-It Ralph to like, she hasn't seen. And then at that, you know, you don't see me. Like you just hear, like she doesn't know yet. Especially after this year when we all been masked, this will be the year that she would notice people, more people coming up like, wait a minute, how does everybody know mama? So I'm thinking if masks come off or as she gets older, then then it'll, it'll occur to her a little more. But right now, she's just like, oh, everybody knows me. We just get stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I try to limit what she watched is because I said something about her on the internet and she came home and she knew what I said. So somebody at the school, it had to be a teacher or somebody. I was like, oh, look at this girl. Somebody so told sense. her. And when I, I'm like, yeah, she, looks, she got so much sass. And when she came home, she's like, oh, I made pictures of you for you she's like even though you told everybody i'm sassy and i'm like i just put that on it how how you know so fortunately i'm not like you know your daddy is a rah, 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 rah. I'm like oh you know i'm like ah, rah, rah, rah. you know uh, because people are gonna tell her you know it's already out there the worst i can say is like your mom threw is you know coughing up cinnamon like she's silly you know but um so that i that helped me be aware of like oh, okay all right, it's starting. She's in pre-K. People, there's people already watching. And yesterday, and she's like, "You, you a comedian? Someone said you're a comedian. Who's someone? So you at, at school? 
So she's learning. It's it's happening. But fortunately, it's not like um so political or so religious that people are like, oh, your mom said this about this. And you know, it's just very light, silly, fun. So I well, think like it's the family business. I think she's gonna go into it a little bit. Well, that's actually was my next question. Has <laughs> she shown any, you know, wants to like be in front of the camera? She definitely, definitely wants to be in front of the camera. She wants to do the solo at church. She wants to do the, she takes dance. She doesn't want anybody else on stage. She definitely wants to be the Beyonce. She does not uh -huh. want Kelly or Michelle around her. <laughs> when she saw that other people had on her same costume, she had a fit. She was like, oh. what? So I'm like, okay, so now we got to tone the diva this down. Like you are an only child, you know, and you know, other people are in this world, girl, you know, so. Yeah, we, so th yeah, that, that is very interesting because she definitely wants to be on stage. Right now, she definitely wants to be on stage by herself. And she makes me sign into her room. Okay, she has, I'm just gonna I'll show you because I'm thinking that this is audible. I don't know if it's visual. It's okay if it is. Mm -hmm. She um, she has a sign, it's the pencil. She has uh -huh. a sign in to go into our room and then she gives us a concert, but we have to sign in. I'm like, she's, she's spoiled out. <laughs> She's like, like, why, why should treat it like a club? Like a club, you know? I'm like, but um, she loves well, having her she, room. She loves close her door. She's ahead of her time. Yeah, see, I'm like, this child is something else. So I had to sign in. I'm like, can I come in? She's like, did you sign in? Okay, I signed <laughs> in. And then she'll do a concert. Oh. <laughs> but uh, so she's definitely showing signs of that, that she wants to perform and she wants to sing and and she does and and, and dance. She, she wants the recital. She said, build me a stage. She would stand on a chair and perform with a spoon. She'll do anything and we have to stop. I'm like, okay, this is the 13th version of Roar by Katy Perry. And you know, you know, you know so that's yeah. what it is. So yeah. when you do your playlist, that has to be on it because she loves that song. And what a minute, sugar, hi. What I love that song. What about yeah. What yeah. About <laughs> yes. Well, oh my goodness. Um, my yes, last question. Why do you okay, yes. La I was gonna say my last question um before we move on to our um lightning round was um mm -hmm. I know you uh, have a podcast that you did last year glowing up uh with Glowzo. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, so yes. um tell me about that. And I also wanted to know if um you were doing another season. Okay, glowing up with Glozell. It all depends on numbers. Everything depends on numbers. And you know, you're over here at Facebook, Instagram. You don't know what you, what's going to take off your Twitter, your YouTube, uh, TikTok. And I did a podcast. And during the podcast, it's very interesting because it was very real of what was happening in my life right then. I thought I was going to be talking about, I don't know what I thought I was going to talk about. What happened is like, oh my gosh, you know, the police just came here today because um, this is what's going on in my life. I was accused of, of living in squalor and um, abuse and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, the person that you marry is not the person that you divorce. You know, you get heated and people are upset and they try to hurt you or they think that they're not sure what's going on. So I don't know. So in glowing up is me really learning to, you know, forgive and things were happening. And so it's very interesting. And it was it's a wild ride. So I would love to do a second season, especially you know, to so people know what's going on now. Now my 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 court my last court date is next week. So uh, to 
I would love to do another season where, okay, that's behind me, moving on. This is where we are. So uh, please go to Glowing Up. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple, you know, music and um, download it, listen to it. I'm putting up all the, um, the, what do you call it? You can swipe up on my Instagram. So follow me on my Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, TikTok. You know, that's everything. <laughs> You know, I, you know, you don't know which which one somebody's gonna find you on, but I would love to do a second season and a third and fourth. So it's all about numbers. You know, if the people there, then you keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this podcast so, looks in. Yeah, it's. I have to say, it's definitely kind of hard um, trying to like multitask, but it's so it's so rewarding when you really get to. Um, do things and make messages that I, that you feel are important to put out in the world because I feel like if yes. you're putting out positive messages like you do with your podcast and all your other videos, um, it all it all comes back to you. So, thank you. Um, do you have any other like projects that you have like coming out right now? Or I would love to mention because I'm auditioning so much. So I I would I would love to say like oh this is coming up. But um, I have something in the works that I can't mention only because it's like, don't say nothing until everything's signed, you know? So mm-hmm. be on the lookout of something great and uh, tropical. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. <gasps> oh, my battery is low. Let me tell you. Yeah. I was like, what happened? What happened? Um, oh. So oh. there is something in the works that uh, that has definitely happened. And I'll, I'll just say it's tropical. So when you hear about it, you're like, oh, yeah. And then, um, hey, I'm I'm really that sounds interesting. Yes, trying to uh, land one of these things that I'm I'm auditioning for, you know. So uh, that's great. And of course, you know, I keep telling myself, you made yourself by yourself. You know, the internet is still there, even though if they change, it's still there. You know, so put yourself mm. out there, see where it is. So I'm I'm on TikTok, I'm on Cameo, I'm on YouTube. You know, uh, um, I'm read uh, i'm taking some of my the best of glozell and i'm putting it on my facebook fan page so you can um check those out too you know so that's what i'm working on and i'm working on me all the time well that's good because i and i like the fact that you said that um you know despite what whatever trends or whatever internet you know tiktok youtube facebook whatever you're still you because you know those are the platforms, but at the end of the day, um, it's you who, you know, brought, you know, gave yourself to the fans, you know, that's and that's right. the most important thing to realize. Thank so, you. So um, let's get to the, uh, so let's get to the lightning round real quick. Um, okay. So all these, all these questions I'm going to ask, um, you can just say whatever comes to your mind and um, yeah, there's no right or wrong answers. All right, so um, first question. Um, this month, March, is Women's History Month, uh, which is so important because to celebrate all women across every field and all their important contributions to the world. So who is one woman that inspires you? One woman who inspires me, and I know everybody says it, Oprah. It's Oprah because I'm, oh, is it lightning round? That means you don't expand. But I'm like, how in the world? Oh, you can expand if you I'm want like, to, that's fine. I'm like, how does she make it? Like, how do you have such a great friend like Gail? Because even on my level, people mm-hmm. have lied, they've cheated, they've stolen. You know, I'm like, how mm-hmm. in the world has she not 
I mean, been bitter and crazy by now, you know, because at her level, you know, so uh, I definitely admire her because I'm like, this woman has to be way tougher than she looks, you know, <laughs> because people. At yeah, crazy like. Yeah, like I, I literally wonder, like, does she ever sleep? Because, like, to accomplish all the things that she's accomplished and inspired and elevated yeah, and all the books she's written. Right. And one of the, the last things that I went to uh, was, I don't know if you call it a concert, but she was speaking, you know, before, and then the next, you know, the, the next month COVID hit. So that one of the last things that I got a chance to actually go to was to see Oprah and it was amazing. And J-Lo was there and uh, it, it was- Oh, it was, I know what you're talking about. It was a tour, right? Yeah, and she fell. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'm going to be in the audience. But oh, my God, oh, no. but she got up and she did the rest of it. And it was perfect. I'm like, oh, she's amazing. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And uh, so I say Oprah. And it's not even just because of all the great things she's done. It's like so many people must have come who, in her life who have lied, who have cheated, who, who weren't who they said they was or who used to love her and falling off and in all the great people, you know? And you have to be, uh, you, you just have to have dealt with so much to be on her level, you know? And I admire her for that. All right, that's a good answer. Um, one thing you have to have at all times. One thing that I have to have at all times. Well, okay, I just got this anklet. I don't know if you can see, I got this anklet. I broke my leg about four years ago and my right leg is titanium. The bone, there's no ankle oh. bone, there's no, no leg bone. And I would just look at the scars and the scars have now gotten to a point where, you know, it's just not so hideous to me. And I wasn't allowed to wear ankle jewelry growing up because I'm like, only hookers, only prostitutes wear. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm grown. Like, I, I'm like, why am I? And I saw this anklet and I got it and I love it. And now when I look at my leg, I, you know, the star, the scars don't even bother me anymore. I'm like, it's fine. And I love looking at it. So it makes me happy. And I've had it for about, um, oh, maybe two months now. So that's one well, thing. Well, it's cute. Thank you. Thank you. That's one thing that I feel like I have to have now. Uh, Cause I've, I spent the whole time like wearing long pants, no matter what the weather is, covering up my leg. And now I look at it, it's cute to me and I don't care about the scars. Okay, well, if you could redo or create one challenge in 2021, since you are so famous for those challenges, what, <laughs> it, <laughs> what would the one challenge be? Oh my goodness! What? There's no challenge. I, re- I almost killed myself in all of them. What would I re- redo it? Oh Lord. Um. Okay. The ice bucket challenge was that. Oh my goodness! If you ever see my ice bucket challenge, a couple of things happened. One, when he threw the water, it was so cold, and he threw it so hard, he, he hit my my mouth, and so my mouth was bleeding, but you couldn't tell because the water had washed it away, and I was like, where? Wait, and the water kept coming, I'm like, oh, oh, and my hair flew away off. And I didn't know my hair was way back there, you know, because I was yeah. like, wait a minute, I got hit. Am I okay? Am I, am I alive right now? And the water kept coming. <laughs> and that was one that Almighty Oprah retweeted and said, this was funny. I'm like, yeah, I'm really almost died. Because I was like, you know, the reaction was really like, I don't know what was going on. So I'm trying to think of which one I would do. I'm like, uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, 
Well, that one burned my skin. The uh, octopus got stuck in my throat. Um, the cinnamon literally almost I, choked I me. I watched that. the octopus one last night. I'm like, so what challenge would you suggest that I redo and not die from? I'm like, uh, I'm open to suggestions. Uh, oh, um, maybe <laughs> um, the ice bucket one. But maybe less cold water. That seems like <laughs> yeah, the less yeah, lethal one. That's one. Yeah. The ice okay. bucket challenge one. Okay, that's one. It was for a good cause, and I, I won't. I didn't die. Yeah, I didn't have. Well, I, you know. Okay. All right, we'll go with that. Uh, okay. Technically, none of them because they were horrible, and uh, I, okay. I, I, but, <laughs> but I would <laughs> do that one since it was a good cause. Okay. Okay, uh, and last last lightning round uh, is if you could sit, because, you know, you got to sit down with Barack and our mm -hmm. current president, Joe Biden, was the vice president at the time. So yes. if you could sit down with Joe Biden, our current president, and ask him one question, what would it be? If I could sit down with our current president, Joe Biden, I, I would love to know. Uh, let's see. Huh. I, I wonder, does he miss his his friend you know when he was in the white house before it seemed like him and uh, former president barack were so close and we called them uncle joe mm -hmm. and they all these little memes of them together i wonder mm -hmm. if it's different like does he miss his friend you know mm -hmm. like where they would obviously bounce off ideas like look we you know they were in the trenches together uh if yeah he was, you know if he misses how it was before a little yeah, bit you I know he's, he's church yeah, I definitely got that vibe um, from them. I was like 13 when uh, Barack went into office. And um, yeah, they just seemed like the best of friends and not, it wasn't right. just like a working relationship. They seemed like they really right. cared about each other. Right, so. and so much happened. Like, uh, I think Joe Biden, he I believe that he lost a child during that, you know, during, during those yes, like they, they had yes, so many, so many things, you know, to, brought them together i think even closer I, I just thought that they were a good match as far as friends they seemed like they were friends and maybe he probably wanted his friend you know for them to run through the the, the white house together <laughs> yeah, something. yeah um so now uh, do you have any um music suggestions because like i said I've music suggestions yeah yes well every morning you know i, I wake up ozell i always play i got this feeling from trolls because i was in trolls she knows yeah. that I'm in trolls. She don't understand how I'm in trolls, but I'm in trolls. And we listen to Katy Perry Roy. I gotta have your She tries to sing that. She loves Watermelon Sugar High. And um, we do Happy by Will Ferrell. But I also like, um, you know, I love all things Beyonce. So we're definitely like, oh, run the world, girl. So uh, that ending when she's not Beyonce. in the car. Yes, yes, y'all, y'all. So I love Beyonce. And then when she's when Ozo's not around, I I play like my boys and men, Babyface. That's what I listen to. Just like my chill music when I'm lighting my candles, doing my meditation, I'm looking at my crystals. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm all good. All right. Well, it was definitely a pleasure to speak to you. And yeah. again, so honored to have you on to go through Thank your you. career. And um, you have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you so much. And let me know where this is up in the link and all that good stuff. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye-bye.
All right. I want to thank everyone uh, for tuning in today. Glozo Green, especially. I want to thank you for gracing our uh, show with such wit and funniness. And you're just your overall bright personality. You truly are the essence of what Life and Times with Quentin is all about. So next week, I have a really cool, fun guest, and I'll announce it on my Instagram, who it is, probably about a week or so in advance. But until the next episode, have a good one, and until next time.